There is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. Ten years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey friend, I'm so happy you're back with me. Before starting this topic, I'm going to share with you that I found a way to get a little information on what's happening with the podcast. And I stumbled across some reviews that I had not seen. I had not had some reviews in a few weeks and I looked on here and I'm just so pleasantly surprised. I first want to say thank you to everyone who has taken time to write a review. It doesn't take much time, but it's one of those things that it's so easy just not to do, right? And there's no expectation that you will do it. There's just so much appreciation when you do. You have no idea the impact, not just on me, like it feels good to me, but it really, really helps a podcaster to have ratings and reviews showing up regularly. So we were in Nashville, Tennessee recently, and I met someone named Wade, had a brief conversation, and I just looked and oh my goodness, Wade, thank you so much. Wade says, love this show, five stars. Your warmth and personality is the same in the show as it is in person. It was great meeting you and TK, that's my husband, Wade with Justin Timberlake. Thank you. Thank you, Wade. This one is so cute. It says, faves for real, raw development with a healthy dose of humor, five stars. Absolutely love this podcast. Jill keeps it real and honest while not holding back any heavy truths of personal and professional development, all while still offering grace to meet listeners where they are. 10 out of 10 recommend. Like go grab your headphones and dive in now. This has become a staple on my morning walks. And that's from Brick. 1303. I think I know who that is. I think it's someone who reached out to me on Instagram. This next one says, Better Me, five stars. I love this podcast. I look forward to hearing it every week. As a woman trying to be a better person, teacher, and girlfriend, this speaks to me in many ways. Kathleen Kenzie, thank you so much. All right, we've got one more. So impactful, five stars. Jill has an incredible way of sharing her story and relating with so many women. I have gained so much insight into myself from listening and look forward to listening. Thank you, Jill, for all you do. And the username is 2573PG. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I don't know about you, but for a long time, I believed that if I opened myself up to not new ideas, but new ways of looking at spirituality, energy, even the body, I had a fear 
that I would open myself up to some things that I did not want to open myself up to. So many words we could use to describe that, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Unwanted entities or energy or darkness or something that we just don't want to expose ourselves to. And for those of you, many of you don't, but for those of you who do come from a Christian background and you, you know, were taught by, in, of, and through the church, you really get what I'm talking about, where it's really preached that you have to be very, very, very careful what you allow yourself to listen to, to be exposed to. I mean, I agree with that. I just don't agree with what I was told about that. So for example, there are people that won't do yoga. They'll only do yoga if it's called holy yoga because it's approved, right? It has the Christian stamp of approval. And I'm not poo-pooing that. That's what they believe. And remember, we are all in here and we're celebrating being ourselves. So someone who really feels good about that, there's nothing wrong with that. For me personally, that does not resonate. I felt totally safe doing that. I always said to myself, you know, I know what filter all this stuff I'm looking at is going through. And unless I get an intuitive feeling in my body, do not go there. Do not talk to that person. Do not learn from that person. You know, a feeling of recoiling, I'm open to it because I'm not worried about anything negative getting to me because I know what I'm bathed in. I know what flows through me. And so I want to just offer you the invitation. And if you've already accepted the invitation or you wrote the invitation before I did, and you're practicing this and living this, I want to have a chat about what that looks like and share with you some personal experiences of my own just in the past couple of weeks. So there are so many things that could go into this category, right? Crystals or sound healing, plant ceremonies, uh, meditation, breath work. And to some people, that's just beautiful and it's, it's comfy to them. Or other people... It's not comfortable yet just because they haven't experienced it, but they're not afraid of it. They think it's great. Sometimes not interested or it's not speaking to us, but there isn't a negative charge with it. And there are many of us who haven't opened ourselves up to new things just because it's not because we've been told not to, right? That's one thing that I just mentioned, but we just haven't been exposed to it yet. Like we don't have an opinion about it because no one has ever shared it with us. I believe it's because we haven't been ready to attract it. We haven't been vibrating, you know, at a frequency which would allow that to even come into our realm. And so if you're hearing this right now, you're open to it, I believe. Recently, just a few days ago, there were three women in my home and I do not know them well enough to know what their beliefs are. And I was sharing with them a book that was just written by Allison Charles. I'm going to have Allison on the show. And the book is called Animal Power. And I was drawn to the book immediately, not to be just because, oh, that's someone who is a shaman and she's interesting. Like the book was calling me and the book was gorgeous. I'm a very visual person and it just, the color spoke to me. And I love the fact that, by the way, go get the book Animal Power. It's a great coffee table book. You open it up and it just is such a simple explanation and guide through what the different animals are and how they can offer you wisdom or what it might mean if you're seeing that animal. So I was telling these women about it and it was amazing how quickly one of them responded and she got a little bit choked up and she said, I think mine's the hawk. And I said, what? And then she told me the story of how every time she's driving, she sees this hawk. I mean, like 
regularly on country roads, she'll see this hawk mile after mile after mile. She goes, I always wondered if I was like making that up. And I said, listen, how could you be making it up? Because I sure as hell am not seeing a hawk. I'm not seeing a hawk ever. There's a reason you're seeing that hawk. And on top of that, there's a reason that you feel it means something. Someone who is skeptical, right? Could say, oh, get your get your uh, tinfoil hat out. You're just grasping at straws. Well, I guess tinfoil hats are for conspiracy theorists. But usually conspiracy theorists are in the same category as people who are looking for meaning for things. And I don't mind being in that category. I actually love when people call me that. So I said to her, because you're feeling like it means something and you don't need it to mean something, you're not trying to get it to mean something. You just have this feeling, but you're afraid to say it out loud. You're guarded. It does. That means it means something. So go look it up. What does the hawk mean? And I said, who do you think the hawk is? Is it a person? I didn't know why I said that. And she said, it's my dad. So if you're seeing things like that, rather than debunking it or or letting your mind get in the way and telling you, oh, it couldn't be. What is your heart telling you? What is your body telling you? What is your internal wisdom telling you? That's the answer. And that's what I would invite you to lean into. There are so many things that I didn't even know were a thing. My friend, Allison, hi, Allison. She's a listener of the show. She sent me a text today. She took a video of when she was traveling and she sent it to me and said, I think you're the only person who would believe that this green thing in this video isn't just like some sort of an insect. And before I watched it, I said to her, hold on a minute. Guess what? There's a whole community of people who already believe you. Trust me, because I now have met them. You're now opening yourself up to that. But please, trust me, I am not the only one. And I know that I've many times said to people, you're probably the only one who won't think this is crazy. You're the only one I feel safe sharing this with. And the truth is there are so many people who are like, yep, I believe the exact same thing. Or I'm open to that. Or they just won't judge you for believing that. So she showed me the video. And it was an orb. It was a green orb. Have you ever seen that? Now, I know that one could say, oh, that's just the reflection of the light. You know, you're taking a picture because that will happen. But when they dance around like that and they float around and dance around like a firefly and it's very unpredictable, I believe that that is a message. And so I said that to her and she said, it's so funny. I was just praying. She's a Christian. And she said, I was just praying for signs about something she was asking about. And I said, well, it looks like you got one. Recently, I had a session with an intuitive. An intuitive is a really safe way of saying psychic. (laughs) When I think of psychic, I think of like the crystal ball and the, you know, like it's kind of goofy or spooky, dark, or like a charlatan. I've never used that word, I don't think. So, I mean, all of us are intuitive, right? But this woman is a highly gifted intuitive. I found her through Christine Hassler. You've heard me say Christine's name a million times. She's one of the top coaches in the world. And Christine has had Beck on her show a few times and she personally works with her. And she's the only intuitive in the world other than Erica Alora, who she works with regularly. And Erica, by the way, who's been on the show is the only one who Beck will work with. And anyway, Beck, if you want to look her up on Instagram, it's just ask Beck, B-E-C. There's no fancy account. There might be like 400 people following her. She just looks just like an average Aussie. 
She's very careful on there how she describes herself. Let me tell you, this woman is unbelievably gifted, unbelievably gifted and has honed her craft and has studied what she does to be of better service to the world. So I've had a few sessions with her over the past, uh, I don't know, maybe a year and a half. And I had one recently. And Beck was telling me, because I was, I get to ask her questions. And I said to her, you know, would you ask my spirit guides, like, is there a better way for me to connect with them? I feel like there might be signs that I'm missing. I feel like they might be trying to talk to me, but I'm not. And she stopped and said, Joe, it doesn't need to be perfect. Your perfectionism and need to have all the right pieces in place are blocking you receiving the messages. She said, the only thing they're showing me right now is some sort of a water faucet. It's water flowing. Oh, is it a shower? No, 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 wait, it's not a shower. It's a water faucet. Oh, it's the bath. You've been taking baths. And I said, yes, and that's actually where I connect. I have a whole ritual when I get in the bathtub and I take baths regularly. She said, well, that's interesting because she said, I see the water flowing out of the tap and you're staring at the water and messages are coming through. And I said, well, that can't be because I stand up and I fill the tub up and then I shut it off and then I get in. I don't look at the water flowing at all. And she stopped and she said, what about when the water gets too cool for you? And you drain some out and then you refill it with hot water. And I went, how did you know that? I said, "Um, yes. And she said, you're not staring at the water as it's flowing. They want you to. And she said, and you're not just filling the tub because you are cold. They are making that happen so that you will refill the tub. So I already knew that that water is like, it's quite conductive for intuition and spiritual messages and especially for some people. And so so I don't know the, the correct term or the lingo, okay? I'm still new at this, but I've been told by many healers and intuitive psychics that water is like my thing, that I need to be around water more. I need to drink more water. I need to connect more with water. So... It's interesting that she brought that up. Why am I sharing that story? I'm not just sharing the story because it's interesting. I'm sure there are many other stories that are much more compelling and quote unquote convincing. Not that I'm trying to convince anybody. I shared that because it's just an example of, you know, something that I didn't even know was a thing. I did not know that you could connect to your spirit guides. I did not know that you could ask for guidance that way. I've only prayed. I didn't know that they could give me messages through someone like Beck. I didn't know that it was okay or safe or helpful to talk to someone who's an intuitive or a psychic. I was always afraid of that. And now I use mine and I recommend you do too, my own intuition to decide if I will and with whom I will. I personally do not feel comfortable with nor open to just talking to any old psychic. No way. And you can call that fear or you can call that discernment, I call it discernment. Like in my body, I know that is not a good idea. Not just because there are people who are fakers and they will take advantage of you, but I do believe there are people who are not like of the light, who are not, do not have your best interest at heart or without even knowing it, they might be tapping into some stuff that I don't really want to connect with. So I do believe that's true. But what I don't 
accept any longer, and I haven't for years now, is what I was programmed to believe my whole life, which was that all of that is bad. All of that is to be feared. You know, all of that is, you know, going against God or Jesus if you're a Christian or, yeah, I don't believe any of that personally. So another example is that I didn't used to believe or entertain the idea or expect miraculous, magical events to happen throughout my day. Now I do. I believe that they are happening all the time. I expect them and I don't go, oh, I can't believe that happened. I'm, I say to myself, of course that happened. Of course it did. So I was in Nashville, as I said, and I had the whole day to myself. My husband was in business meetings and I could do anything I wanted. And I decided I want to find a really cool crystal shop. I'm really learning more about crystals. I love them and I have a few powerful crystals, but I really know nothing about them. And I wanted to go to a crystal shop. And I asked while I was at the dry bar getting my hair blown out where I should go. And two different people told me for sure to go to Cosmic Connections. And I said, why? Why do you recommend that? And they said, they're really good, honest people there, really good energy. They're extremely helpful and very knowledgeable. And it just, I felt, again, I tapped into myself. I felt really good about that answer. Not just that in my brain, that checked a box, but in my body, in my body, I felt a nice, good feeling. I'm like, that's where I'm going. So I went into Cosmic Connections and I walked into the store and I heard a voice and it was a British accent. And she was telling the story to the person who worked there, might be the owner, I'm not sure, of how she started working with crystals, how she wanted to know about crystals as young as six years old. And it was a fascinating story. I was totally eavesdropping, but yet, I mean, she was talking in an open store. So it wasn't a private conversation, but I stood in the hallway listening. I felt very drawn to the conversation and I loved her accent as well. And then she said, and she had such joyful, you know, spirit about her. She was very, very bubbly and happy and kind. And she said, well, normally I get my crystals from a woman in Canada, but something told me to come here. I've lived here for a year and I've never been here. I thought that's interesting because the only place I've ever gotten crystals is from a woman in Canada. Violet, the spirit healer, who I have been learning from and working with for eight years. And some of you have too. I've referred you to her. Violet is, I wouldn't call her an intuitive or a psychic. I don't know what to call her. She is like a 150-year-old woman <laughs> in a young body. And she's so wise and just uh, just pure love and light. And she's been a godsend to my family. And so I thought that was interesting. And I walked away. I went into the other room and I was looking around at crystal bowls because that's another thing, by the way, that I didn't know was a thing and I'm very drawn to. And my my heart is pulling me toward crystal bowls. And so I actually just finished a session with Monique Benabou, who's been on the show before. Uh, I know some of you really love her. And we're going to be working on vocal embodiment and doing some sound healing and learning the bowls. And she told me the bowls were calling me. That's why I was reaching out to her about the bowls. I was dream, dreaming about them, et cetera. Whole different story. But I was in that room looking at the bowls. And then I decided it was time to go. I got everything that I wanted. And it was time to check out. So I was at this countertop and it wasn't a typical store countertop where, you know, it's just linear. You know, it was, what was it? It was L-shaped. So she was on one side of the L and I stood at the other, this person. And there was this beautiful woman standing there and she wasn't talking. She was just standing there. I think she was waiting to be helped. And I set my things down and she said, oh, what a beautiful crystal. And I looked at her and I said, oh, 
are you the woman who was talking earlier? And she said, I don't know. And I told her what I heard. And she said, yes, that's me. That's me. And she was just so just delighted. And I said, oh, I was listening to your story. And she quickly walked over. Well, what's your name? Where are you from? And we bonded in maybe a matter of a minute as much as I've bonded sometimes over the course of years with people. And I don't know if we knew each other in another life. I don't know if it was just divine intervention we were supposed to meet, but I was supposed to meet Joe for sure. She gave me a big, big, big hug and said, oh, we have, I have a new friend. And I told her I was visiting Nashville and I have the opportunity to go once a month, but I normally don't take that opportunity. And she said, oh, we have to have coffee. We have to get together and talk. And I thought, yes, we do. The interesting thing, guys, is that as I was walking into the crystal shop, I was thinking, Now, you know that experience where you're not really having a conscious thought of, let me think about this. It's just something that just sort of like comes into your awareness. The feeling and thought I had in my awareness was, it would be so nice to have a friend I could do this with who gets it, who wouldn't think it was weird, who would be excited to go into a crystal shop with me for an hour or two. And that'd be cool, especially down here because I don't know anyone yet. And she told me that she also had the feeling that she wanted to collect more friends to bond with. She'd only lived there for a year and that something just kept pulling her into that crystal shop. And we both agreed that we were supposed to find the crystals that we bought, which by the way, one found me and it's just gorgeous, clear quartz cluster. So excited about it. And she had one that she felt very drawn to, but then we realized we were supposed to meet each other. And I was thinking, Ooh, maybe our crystals called us together. So listen to this. So I said to her, so you moved here from California. Interesting. I actually know someone, I'm calling her a friend, but I've never met her in person. She's been on my podcast. We know each other through Instagram. She's moving from California to Nashville in the next few months. And I know you would love her. Do you all remember the episode with Mother the Mother? Um, And it was uh, McLean McGowan. And I said, you know, I'm going to look her up on Instagram right now. Put her up on Instagram, sent a selfie of Joe and I and said, I made a new friend who's going to be your friend. And then Joe looked at her account and said, oh my God, no way. Of course. And I said, what? She said, we have two friends in common. Not just two accounts that they both follow, but they have two connections in common where one of her close friends is connected to McLean. Hmm, interesting, huh? So I had the experience with Beck. I had the experience with the women in my home talking about the book and all of them were super excited to order the book. And honestly, if I had guessed because I was judging, I would have guessed they would not have been open. Why? Because I live in a very conservative Christian area and I just tend to assume that about people, which is not fair. And then I had an experience today right before hitting record that I want to share with you. So I told you that I'm exploring crystal bowls and I just became a client of Monique Benabou. Um, you can find her on Instagram as well. It's Monique and then B-E-N-A-B-O-U. She is an artist. She's a performer. She is a healer. She is a coach. She is just so gifted. And so we just started a three-month container, which started today. And we are going to be, because this is what I'm requesting, she can do so many things. I really want to learn about and actually start using and being a student of crystal bowls as an instrument. Uh, for my own healing and growth, for connecting to wisdom, to love, to God, to my guides. But there's something else coming that I don't know what it will be that is calling me to them. And so today we were 
doing a few things. Well, we were supposed to do one thing and I got on the call not feeling well. I was uh, experiencing extreme fatigue, which started about 6 p.m. yesterday. If you don't know my story, I had breast implants. I had breast implant illness, turned into all kinds of autoimmune issues. And I had extreme, very serious fatigue to the point where I would not be able to get out of bed sometimes. And I suffered from that for about a year and a half, got really bad six months before my surgery, which was last July. And I've noticed since the surgery, I feel so healthy. I feel so vibrant. I feel so amazing. And stress, if I get very, 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 very stressed, it will trigger it. And so sometimes that that fatigue will come back and the fogginess, et cetera. I haven't been drinking much water the past few days. I haven't been eating as well as I normally have. And something very stressful happened um, that really doesn't need to be shared right now. It's something that really hurt my mama's heart. And rather than doing what I've learned to do with the tools that I've gained over the past couple of years, I just got in it. I mean, I was down in the ugly hole, just feeling the pain and what the hell, why is this happening in my heart? And oh, my baby and oh, and it triggered that fatigue. So when I got on the call today, the Zoom call with Monique, I didn't come in as myself that she was expecting. And I was just so heavy, so fatigued physically, but also just sad. And she said, you know, I just really feel like we're not meant to do what we were scheduled to do. I feel like we need to just do some breathing and let's just tune into your body. And so she helped me with some breathing I'd never done before. There are so many types of breath work and breathing. And she had me take a one third of a breath in through my nose, up to my navel and hold it. Two thirds of a breath in through my nose, then up to my heart center, hold it. And then the rest like filling my whole body to the point where I was like pushing all my edges. And then the exhale was with the sound of an S, S, S. And I don't understand why. When I have her back on the show, she can explain it to you, okay? She's the expert. We only did that three times. And she asked how I felt. I felt totally different afterwards. That's the long way of getting to the point of this episode today is I didn't even know. Okay, so you didn't hear what just happened. My phone rang. And it was the same child that I was feeling sadness over. And I do not believe that's a coincidence. Again, this could be grasping at straws. This could be me painting birds in a picture where there are no are no birds. This could be me being, you know, someone who wants to add information or it couldn't be. I know in my body that was not a coincidence. I know in my body that I was calling in that. I was talking about that right? And then my phone rings and it's that particular child. And guess what else happened? My phone went total static, which has never happened before. The screen just like got weird where I couldn't see the screen anymore. And then the phone disconnected. And I put my phone down and realized, you know what? Who knows what that means? But one thing I know it means is that I meant to get back on this and this is my time with you. So mama's listening. I know you know what that means. This is my time. It's okay to take phone calls when we're doing things, but my intuition is telling me that this is not the time to be taking a phone call from one of my kids. So I was doing the call with Monique. I felt so much better after that breathing exercise. And then she introduced me to some things that, again, I would have never known that they existed, right? Because if we're not open to these things, how are we ever going to know? Remember what we don't know that we don't know is where the magic lives. I know that I'm a female. I know that I don't know how to speak Chinese, but I don't know that I don't know what? A lot. Think about something that you know for sure. Like, you know, 
right? You can look at your shoe and say, I know I have a shoe on. Think of something that you know that you don't know. I know that I don't know whatever. And then think about all that you don't even know that you don't even know. The thing I just shared with you, the stories I've just shared with you, these are things that I didn't even know that I didn't know. I didn't even know that they didn't, that they existed. They were never in my awareness. And so what we do is we fear and we make wrong the things that are not in our awareness because they're foreign to us or they feel like a threat. They're not our norm because we like to feel safe. So as I was speaking to Monique, my new coach, on this Zoom call, after the breathing, she then helped me with some visualization. And I learned this in my coaching training through Elementum Coaching Institute. It's still really hard for me. And when it's hard for us, it's because we still are not totally comfortable and feeling totally safe in our body. I still have a ways to go. So if you don't feel safe in your body, you won't be able to tune into your body. It's harder for you to feel things in your body. Example, how does that feel? Like, do you notice if you scan your body right now, do you feel anything that feels uncomfortable or that wants to speak to you? I would have been like, I don't fucking know. What are you talking about? Now I can do it, but not to the degree that I know I will be able to one day. And so I felt a little bit of tightness in my heart center, like my chest, not like anxiety, but just this little tightness. And so then she asked me, does it have a color? Does it have a shape? And that's something that you do when you're trying to help someone release something that's in their body. So the shape was actually a bit of a rough shape. And it was as my eyes were closed and it was almost like a star picture, like the, you know, like the star of Bethlehem, kind of like that. One of the points that would normally not be long was very long. And it went into my left side, like over my left breast, kind of where your heart is. And I didn't know why. So I described that. What is the color? Mm, It's funny. It's kind of like an orange red and it's very sharp. And for some reason, I thought of my oldest daughter, Mary. My phone rings while I'm doing this with her. And guess who it was? I didn't answer it, but I look at the picture. I'm like, of course. She now has dark hair, which is her natural color. But on my phone, the picture is dark red. She had her hair dyed red. What does that mean? I don't know. But that happened. These little things that happen are not coincidences. We are very powerful. We're more powerful than we realize. We can manifest more than we realize we can manifest. Remember, we are co-creators with our creator. So as she asked me to describe the feeling and the color, she asked if it had a sound. Nope, there was an immediate block. There's no sound. Is there a message? Is it trying to share a message? Just ask it gently. I would like to work with you. You know, is there a message for me? Do you have anything to share with me? And that's where my head started getting involved. And your head may have taken over right now hearing that. Get the F out. Like, that's just weird. You might be thinking that. I didn't think that I would have before years ago. What I did think was, yeah, I can't do that. Like, I felt guarded. Whatever message was not going to come through because I was judging it and I was judging myself. I just felt uncomfortable saying it out loud. And then I'm like, what am I doing? I am paying her to push me and to grow and to be exposed to things that I have not been exposed to. I'm doing this. So I reconnected, closed my eyes, and there sure as hell was a message, you guys. There was a message. Wasn't a voice. There was no angel that said, here's the message. Or wasn't God saying, I'm speaking to you through the sharp star in your chest. It was what I would call just a knowing You know, when you just get that feeling, that nudge to like not go down that dark alley, so to speak, it was like that. 
can't tell you what it sounded like because it wasn't a voice. I don't know. It was just in my knowing. And the knowing was the first thing that came to me was that the reason it's shaped like this is the one part that's going over to the left and to your left side. You used to think, Jill, that every time you had a health issue and it happened on the left side, which by the way, guys, is true. Every time I had a health issue, anything, it was on my left side, right? And your left side is your female feminine side. And there are other meanings that people have for the left side. So I thought, oh, that's what it means. What this knowing today was telling me was, no, that's not it with this. We're trying to show you that you're stronger than you think you are. And this point of this star-shaped thing in your chest that you're, you're identifying with is pointing to that side to show you that that's the side of you that needs to show up because it's strong. It just needs you to recognize that. And that's my divine feminine. I also felt a little bit of heat. And then she asked me, to put my two fingers together, my first finger and my middle finger on both hands. And I put them on the back of my neck and my, um, I don't know what it's called. Those two spots. What are they? Temporal spots? I don't know. Put them there and then try to think through my mind's eye, not through my brain. And that's when I got that information I just shared with you, by the way. But the other thing that came through, not there, but this warm feeling in my body, which is the same feeling like before I do a podcast with you, I didn't now but I usually ask my spirit guides to be with me, to speak through me. I thank them. I thank God. I pray for you, for me. And I ask just nothing but truth to come through. And my intention with every podcast is that every single episode blesses, inspires, educates, challenges millions of people all over the world. I didn't say that before today because I was already sort of in the zone. So anyway, then she asked me to put my fingers, the same two fingers on each side, on each hip. And to really think from there. I know this sounds weird, but think from there. Remember, we talk about how our body will speak to us. Our body has so much knowledge. It's a living library. So much knowledge. So I got this beautiful, warm feeling again. Again, the same one I get when I sort of tune in before my podcasts. Or sometimes I'll be talking to you. And I get this beautiful, warm feeling in my heart center. And I know that's God talking. So... I got that feeling. And then she said, is there a message? And then she started talking. And I said, hold on. I basically told her to stop talking. Something was trying to come through to me. And all it was, was a beautiful feeling. And the knowing was, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. I don't think it's a coincidence that I came into that call today with a heavy, heavy heart. So, so sad about something. Like that, that mama's heartbreak that I know many of you have felt, some of you never have. And I realized when we finished the call, which inspired me to get on here with you, by the way, wasn't planning on it. I realized that when she asked me to set the intention, when we first began the breathing, guess what my intention was? She said, what do you need? And I said, I need to tap into my strength while being able to surrender. I need to step, tap into my strength while being able to surrender. And what are the two messages that my body gave me? You're stronger than you think you are and it's all going to be okay. These are the things that will happen when we are willing to go there. Where we're willing to learn new things, but unlearn a lot of old things. 
when we're willing to love ourselves, breathe and surrender, when we're willing to open up while still using our intuition to guide us, not opening up to everything, but when it feels good, stop worrying about what people will think or what our church will think or what so-and-so will think or say, and stop judging ourselves for wanting it and just moving forward and leaning into it. These are the things that can happen. This isn't a big miraculous story, what I just shared with you. It's just those little tiny magic moments that remind me there is so much wisdom, magic, and beauty in every single moment that I'm not even seeing, that I'm ignoring, blind to, or blocking. And it's okay to not see them all the time, right? But what if you could see them more often than you are now? And then what if you could start seeing more and deeper and more powerful and more clear when you do? I know that's possible. That's what's been happening with me over the last, I would say, year or so. And it's so comforting. God will speak to you in the most unusual ways. Beck told me in my session also, besides the water, to start looking at the water as it's flowing out of the faucet when I re heat the bath, which I do all the time, that I would also start being communicated to through any water. It could be a puddle. She said, I'm seeing bubbles. I'm seeing condensation. I'm seeing puddles. Um, And so, of course, I want to be careful that I'm not like searching. Oh my God, what is it? But I'm just going to be aware, more aware of that. I was scrolling Instagram today while I was super fatigued and laying in bed. And I saw someone was on another person's podcast and I think she's called the hydration queen. And she, okay, look, I just had another moment. How is that a coincidence? Okay. She and a couple of other accounts today were reminding me about the power of water. And then I just told you about water. That's so funny. I didn't even see it until now, but she was talking about how we will be dehydrated, even though if, when we think we're drinking enough water. And she talked about the fact that if we're mostly water, like what are we, 86% water or something like that? I don't know. That water is a power, powerful conductor and water holds energy and holds information, messages, and memory. That's not new information. She didn't make that up. But her point was that if that's true, then what is the water you're putting in your body? If it's holding messages and information and memories and energy, you better think about what you're putting in your body. And I was like, oh my gosh. I never thought about this is why people just bear with me here. Some of you are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And others are like, oh, what the hell, Jill? They charge their water with crystals. They talk to their water. I forget to do that. And I'm just now remembering and realizing that when I had that birth chart thing done that I told you about with the grandmother in Mexico who couldn't speak English, she was telling me to speak to my water before I drink it. And again, if you're for right now, if your skepticism is coming up, first of all, skepticism is is okay and it's healthy. Well, a healthy dose of it is healthy. Just hold on for a second. Let's digress a second. Remember on a couple episodes ago when we had the red tent episode and Hallie was talking about frequency and they were both talking about how if you go on YouTube and you look up what happens with like salt or sand when it's exposed to different frequencies, how sacred geometry will show up. I heard them say that and I was like, holy shit, there's another thing I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, my husband looked it up the other day. What the hell? You have to go to YouTube and look that up. I mean, just look that up and you're just going to be blown away. Show your children this. The power of sound, the power of frequency. Think about the music they're listening to. 
I mean, there's so much I could say right now. I'm going to wait until I have Monique back on the show. But I've learned from her recently that, you know, we've all been accustomed to a certain frequency for not that long. For so many years before that, it was a different frequency that is better for our bodies. And I think that might be 528 or 432. I can't remember. Those are different frequencies. And so the crystal bowls all have different frequencies. Anywho, gosh, I'm going on a bunny trail. I love it, but I don't remember what I was saying. So back to water. So I heard her say that. And then I heard um, something else recently, um, someone else on Instagram, maybe a couple of days ago, talking about the power of water, but also why it's so important for intuition for you to not be dehydrated, right? Because if water is a powerful conductor of spiritual messages, how are we going to conduct if you're dehydrated? You're not drinking enough water. And I was like, oh my God, that's so good. That's so good. So anyway, open yourself up if you're willing to, to new ways of being, new ways of learning, new ways of thinking, what you don't know that you don't know. Always use your internal compass as the best compass. My compass can't be your compass, right? Your internal knowing, not your fear, not your brain, not your programming, in your body, in your heart, that internal wisdom that you absolutely have access to. Don't say you don't, you do. Really breathe into it and feel into things. And if it feels good, screw your brain. Lean into it. Try it out. Explore it. Learn about it. Maybe it's something that was mentioned today. Maybe it's going to be sound baths, crystal bowls, sound healing, frequencies, what that ha- happens when you expose sand or salt to frequencies, what happens to the human body. Maybe it will be you looking into the power of water as a great conductor of intuition and messages. Maybe it's about how to program your water and charge your water and speak lovingly into your water to put that sound frequency into the water before you drink it. I don't know. Maybe you're going to learn about intuitives or psychics. Maybe there's something. I know there's something in this episode that's going to pull at you just a little bit. Don't judge it. Follow that because your nudge is not mine. Mine is not yours. Whatever sort of tickles your fancy of anything I said today, that's a message from your creator for you to lean into that. Just so you can learn now, so that you can become more of you, so you can come home to you, so that your spirit guides, your angels, whatever words you want to use, your ancestors can connect better with you. So if you haven't yet, please, please write a quick review, share this with others. There's so many podcasts out there. I'm pretty excited to tell you we were put in the category of spirituality back in August. And two times we have hit top 100, both in the United States and in Canada. So thank you so much for that. It's really special. So now three categories we have reached top 100 in. And, and, you know, there are, I don't even remember how many podcasts there are in Canada, but just in the United States, there are, I think, 2 million. And in the category of spirituality, um, across all of Apple iTunes, I think there might be half a million. Don't quote me. Um, But I noticed that we have been like ranking super high in Israel lately. How beautiful is that? So those of you listening from Israel, thank you so much. I am so unbelievably humbled and honored. Thank you. Thank you. Love you all so much. Remember to love yourself, breathe and surrender. You've got this and God's got you.